Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jordan, and this is episode 59 of Sodom and I. I will say that this is a revised episode, and I'll explain a little bit, uh, or a lot of bit more later on as to what has been going on this week, right? So, on, uh, what, last Sunday, which was a week ago, that was the last time I posted because the app that I used to record has been acting up all week, right? So just to catch you guys up on everything, I took my friend to the optometrist on that Monday. I didn't record that Monday. And then I took her to, or she got her surgery on Tuesday. So then Wednesday I tried to record and things were just like not going right. And I definitely had to lean on God to figure out how I could get this stuff up and moving again. And I recorded a whole episode, but unfortunately, I was not able to to post it. There was a lot of stuff going on with that. So I think eventually I'm going to make like a Patreon and then you guys will be able to get more exclusive content over there. I really got to come to terms that I'm a content creator now. So I kind of need to start doing more with that. But... I'm going to go ahead and read uh, the three days of my gratitude journal that you guys have missed. And then I'm going to do the three days of the 21 day devotional. Definitely been past 21 days. But um, after that, I'm going to go ahead and read all of the days that I missed in the Whispers of Wisdom book. That way we could all be on the same page. And then I'll... um, I'll give another announcement towards the end, right? But thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for revealing this other way for me to do the podcast. I wish I would have done this from the beginning. It's much easier, right? So the last time I saw or the last time you guys heard from me, I believe, was the 19th. So we're going to start on day 20. First thing I did on the 20th, I woke up early. I rescheduled my appointments for the day is number two. I brought my best friend to the doctor. That's what I just talked about. Number four, I saw her x-rays. The doctors in there showed me um, exactly where her ankle was broken or is. Well, yeah, I can say was because she got the surgery. And then number five, everything was very swift and easy. Yeah, I thought we were going to be there for a minute, but we were there... Uh, For a short amount of time, they did everything they needed to do. Number six, it says her surgery is tomorrow. Please pray for her safe healing. Number seven, got things from home and spent the night with her to be ready for the morning. They, uh, or well, February 21st, I woke up at 7.30 or we woke up at 7.30 and got my friend ready for her surgery. Number two, her mom drove up last night and brought us there we all rode in the same car number three she was brought a wheelchair and was well taken care of i was very happy her mom was very happy that you know that everything was going smoothly you know no one had like an attitude or anything like that they just wanted to help whoever needed to be helped so i'm i'm very glad that she was you know recommended or referred to that center that surgical center Number four, she was given anesthesia, or yeah, anesthesia, and then her mom and I got brunch. We were talking a little bit, then she got gas, and we went back to the surgical center, and we got we uh got Kayla some food too. We that well, we brought Kayla some food. Y'all already know her name. Number five, <laughs> after a while, she was ready to be put back in the car. I believe the surgery itself was about maybe. A, Kayla said it was like an hour and 30 minutes, but I think the doctor told her mom like two hours and then recovery was supposed to be an hour, which it wasn't because she woke up before then and got some extra pain meds and we loaded her up in the car. And number six, we prepared her things. We let, She stayed in the car and her mom and I went upstairs to her room in her apartment and brought her uh, brought down some things for her. Because she lives, like I just said, upstairs on the second floor. So me and her had been like struggling, but with the Lord, we got it done, you know, to get her up and down the stairs for all these appointments and to her bed. 
but her mom was like it would probably be better for her to come back home because she lives in a one-story house and then you know there's more room and they could bring chloe so that's what ended up happening we prepared her things because her mom brought her back home home to where they live which is a couple hours away so my bestie isn't in tallahassee for the you know for the point in time for the time being there we go that's what i was trying to say but that's okay because i definitely want her to be healed and everything like that but i'll see her uh probably sometime next week because her appointment is on monday at 8 a.m so they're probably gonna be up here for uh like the weekend or something like that and take her back home just so it's still easier for her number seven so (laughs) so number seven i um i stayed at her house after her mom left with her just so I can throw away like her perishable items you know I took out the trash for her I cleaned up whatever was sitting out like on the desk like sometimes she might have drinks that she likes to sip on every now and then I threw all that stuff away I uh, turned off the outlet that her fridge and um, air fryer was plugged into because you know there's no need to waste all that energy and stuff like that so I took care of that and then I loaded up all my stuff that I brought over just to go outside and have my car start. And I, I did it like three to four times and it still did the same thing. And I was like, dang it, my car not starting. So, but luckily the Lord had, you know, I, I was right outside of her place. So I just went back upstairs and I uh, slept in her very comfortable bed <laughs> <clears throat> you know, I had AC. I brought Brooklyn's dog bed back upstairs. You know, his food bowl and stuff. So I still had food and shelter and water and all. I was still very well taken care of while I was there. You know, but <clears throat> we'll talk about that on the 22nd. And then 222 is my last day of my 21 day gratitude journal. <clears throat> Number one. I woke up in a comfortable bed. Ooh, I was so very uh, grateful, you know, because my car battery could like die in the middle of me driving or something like that or like died before, um, ah, excuse me, died before I went to go see a client or something. But he allowed this to happen in a very um, workable time frame for me. Right. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. I'm so, so very grateful for that. Number two, called my dad and got my AAA account reinstated. Number three, AAA came out and put more gas in my car and told me I had a bad battery and it's time for a new one. So they were saying that, you know, because I I don't know how cars work, man. I just know I get the key. I put in the ignition. I turn it. The car turn on and I go. Right. But the gasoline is what kind of cools the car battery down so if you're driving and like you're more you you like to let your car go down to e before you start filling it up you're basically taking life you know that doesn't need to be taken from that battery because then it has to work a little bit extra hard for you know for it to stay alive so he put gas he put more gas in my car and then we got the car to turn on and he, uh la, 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 la. I found, he told me I had a bad battery and it's time for a new one but I got my car December 31st 2020 so that 2 year free warranty or something like that that's up I got to pay for a new battery and that's okay Number four, I learned more about cars. Look, I was able to explain it to you guys. I be paying attention. Look, and then uh, I wrote, my boyfriend told me what I had to do. And then all the professionals <laughs> told me what he said verbatim, right? So, you know, I just, I had to ask. You know, I mean, I was, AAA already came anyways. I might as well ask him what I need to do. And they told me exactly what he told me. So, yeah, thanks, boo. Number five, went to Advanced Auto Parts and got a free battery test because that's what the AAA guy told me to do. And um, number six, I texted my pastor who is a mechanic and he's going to help me with a discount. Right. So I, uh, I texted him and he, it took a couple of days to get back. But since since like it's been a couple, it's been over a week, 
I can talk a past tense, right? He um he told me that I would be able to go to another auto part place and um just speak with them and tell them that it's going to be under his uh his name on the account. It's going to give me like an extra 30 40 dollars off. So God bless him. God bless him. Cuz this is the same pastor who put four new tires, well, they weren't brand new, but they were better than the tires I had. He put four tires on my car, balanced them and everything. He did all that for free. What a blessing. God bless this pastor and his wife. They are such awesome, wonderful people. You always make sure I'm taken care of, Lord God. I thank you for working through people who listen to you. And I want to be someone that listens to you. So help me listen to you, Lord. Mm. Number seven, I came back home to preserve my car and learned more about what's going on with PodCastle. So uh, that's what I was talking about earlier. This thing was just like, so on the app that I use, right, I record it and then it turns the recording into a project and I have to download the project in order to post it, right? So I recorded this thing. And I gave, I was, this was on Wednesday, so I didn't post Monday or Tuesday. And then I was giving this long explanation. I was catching up on stuff and it was uh, not super long, but more than like 40 minutes, right? I go to turn it into a project and nothing happens. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm tripping. So I wait a while and I'm like, oh, you know, Laura said, uh, cast away our anxiety. I'll just check it again tomorrow. I came back the next day. It still wasn't doing anything. And I'm like, okay. Then I'm like tapping, tapping, tapping the thing and nothing is working. So I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to stress about this. If it's the Lord's will, it will be done. And if it's not his will, it won't be done. So I don't need to stress about this. I'm not going to break my brain. A couple days went by. I went back to it. And I was like, okay, let me contact, you know, these people, get some help. I will say that woman did not help me one bit, but she was really trying and I do appreciate her time and effort. And they're probably going to send me that recording, but I'm still going to I'm still going to wait to post it. Why not have a little surprise for you guys one day? I don't know. But that'll be in the future because this is episode 59, right? Boom. That's not 59. That's that's like 59. That's this old 59. This new 59. Uh, but you know, the Lord revealed to me a new way how to record still sound good. You guys can still very much understand what I'm saying, except you could probably hear like more stuff in the background. Cause it's not, it's not really like a studio recording app. It's just a recording app, but that's fine because the Lord gave me a way to keep going. You know, thank you, Lord. Ah, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But there was that. And now let's go to the What is God Like 21 Day Devotional. All right. So we're going to start on day 19, which was February 20th. So let's just go. We're going to read 1 through 18. And then we're going to go into 19. All right. Day 1, God is holy. Two, God is our provider. Three, and so on. God is peace. God is just. God is our healer. God is our banner. God is God Almighty. God is Jehovah. God is our Lord. God is awesome. God is love. God is infinite. God is merciful. God is wrathful. And that's a good thing. We want him to be on our side, right? We want him to fight for us. That way we don't have to fight people and then receive some of his wrath. (laughs) Uh, Day 15, God is full of grace. God is our comforter. God is sovereign and God is omniscient. So day 19, here's the answer. God is self-sufficient. Remember the first time you realized you were pedaling your bicycle on your own? And then I'm just going to pause while we get down to the questions. I'm not going to answer all the questions because I do still have to go through like seven days 
of the whispers of wisdom for girls so this one is more of like a catch-up episode and then i'll you know keep keep talking more on what i'm thinking at the end of this that way we can get everything done right so continuing realizing your mom or dad let you go and you don't need them anymore is freeing You're filled with independence and confidence as it sinks in that you are in control. You can pedal wherever you want to go. We can reach the same point in our relationship with our Heavenly Father. When things are going well, we cruise around on our own like we don't need Him until we hit that speed bumper pothole. Boom! Until we hit it, then we're like, Lord, where are you? Lord, I need you. In that moment, we're reminded that we're still fragile and will always need our dad. Absolutely. Unlike us, God really is self-sufficient. All things are his to give. All we have comes from God. And we have nothing to give him that he has not already given us. Very true. God made the world and everything in it psalm uh, 24 and 1 every good gift is from him god doesn't need palaces or temples instead he chooses to live inside each of us filling us with his spirit the holy spirit god put life and breath in us so we might seek him through our own free will when we do he will be found as he isn't very far away God doesn't need anything from us. He desires a relationship for us, knowing that our lives are full when they are shared with him. Reflect. I'm just going to read these questions and then move on to the um, the verses. Oh, excuse me. I'm very happy that I've been able to do this, right? Because I was so upset. I was like, what is going on with PodCastle? Reflect. How does it feel to know God isn't looking to get anything from you? Is there anything you've been doing because you feel like God needs you to do it? What, if anything, needs to change based on what you read today? Mm -hmm. All right, now we are in Acts 17 and 24 through 28. This is an NIV. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man, from one man, he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. That's in the covenants, baby. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. Mm-hmm. That was day 19. Now day 20. Day 20 is God is good. Psalm 119 declares that God is good and what he does is good. Psalm 119.67. However, we all go through things that make us question God's goodness. This is a very real point. So if you have ears to hear, bring them on in. So let's hear this. Because I think at some point in our lives, all of us have felt like this. When you're facing difficult or painful situations, painful circumstances, you may find yourself asking, well, if God is good, why does he always, why why does he allow bad things to happen? You know? This is a natural response when life is turned upside down. It is hard to sing about a good father when you are facing sickness, infertility, my God, or a job loss. Mm 
the best way to overcome doubts about God's goodness is to understand the importance of perspective. Even God's son had to face difficult and painful things while on earth. He was tortured and endured a painful, unjust death. However, Jesus' death and resurrection also made a way for us to be reconciled with God. Through something that seemed bad, God was able to do something very good. And I can attest to that. Well, so can Jesus Christ. <laughs> he can do it more than, better than I can, right? Sometimes you'll be able to look back at painful seasons and see how God ultimately used them for good. Other times you will never fully understand the purpose of your pain here on earth. And that's okay. Get used to understanding. His ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. We will never, never, ever, ever be able to to understand the full uh, situation, right? We only see it through our eyes. He sees everything in front of him. Bad things happen in life. Bad things happen in life and will continue to happen as long as we are living in a broken world. Yet, Jesus has told us not to give up. Because he has overcome the world. John sixteen thirty three. If we have a relationship with Jesus, we have the hope of spending. Oh, excuse me. Ah, I'm so tired. I don't know why I'm yawning so much. We have the hope of spending forever with God in heaven. That's why I woke up at 630 this morning. <laughs> at two church services. We uh we have the hope of spending forever with God in heaven, regardless of the evil we face here in this world. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. We can trust that God is good, even when our circumstances don't make sense. <laughs> We can't see things the way God sees things, but we can trust that from his perspective, all of our pain is working towards something good. Very, very true. Reflect. What circumstances have caused you to question God's goodness? How does considering God's perspective affect your assumptions about his goodness? Definitely take the time to answer these, though. Psalms 119, 65 through, I think that's 72. Yeah. NIV. Do good to your servant according to your word, Lord. Teach me knowledge and good judgment, for I trust your commands. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I obey your word. You are good, and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees, my God. Through the arrogant, though, LOL, though the arrogant have smeared me with lies, I keep your precepts with all my heart. Their hearts are callous and unfeeling, but I delight in your law. It was good for me to be afflicted so that I might learn your decrees. The law from your mouth is more precious to me than thousands of pieces of silver and gold. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. And then the last day, 21. So what is this one? God is our father, period. Yes, he is. God is our father. Mm. completion i love love when things come to completion yes god is our father have you ever had a relationship with someone that made you feel special people with connections get special treatment they might get backstage passes to a concert access to a vip lounge with a buffet or the best seats at a game Those kinds of associations turn us into somebody, 
not on our merit, but based on who we know. Mm-hmm. In the Bible, we are told over and over again that when we accept Jesus, we become children of God. In the Bible, we are told over and over again that when we accept Jesus, we become children of God. Wow, that is some connection. Yes, it is. What other religion or belief system offers adoption by the creator of the world? Romans uh, Romans 8, 15 through 17. The Bible also says we can cry out to God as Abba, Father, Romans 8, 15. That is an intimate term that is similar to the word daddy. If we have God as our daddy, it changes our approach to him. We go from feeling like terrified slaves of an unknowable God to being children who can run up to him and sit in his lap to be loved on and learn from him. We see him as someone to run to when in trouble rather than someone to hide from. God is, or LOL, God as our daddy changes how we see ourselves. When we see ourselves as a beloved child of God, we see ourselves as somebody who matters no matter where we sit in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Reflect. Do relationship issues with your earthly father keep you from seeing God as daddy? How do you think spending time with Abba by reading the Bible and getting to know him might correct your view of who he really is? Have you made the connection with God to become his child? If you haven't yet, you can right now. Mm. I like that question. How do you uh, do relationship issues with your earthly father keep you from seeing God as daddy? Right? Because some people might have daddy issues to where they don't trust their actual fathers. And that's, you know, our, our fathers are supposed to be the head, you know, the spiritual head of our household. So if your father does not have a strong faith, it's probably most likely that you don't either, you know, but everyone is their own person. And that's why it's all right to maybe learn things after you should have, because at the end of the day, that was God's will. So learn to be accepting of whatever comes your way, whether you feel like it's good or bad. I don't know why I'm saying that Holy Spirit, but boom it just came out ever so whoop, ever so uh flowingly just went right out there but yeah continuing let me take a sip of drink yeah that's a good juice romans 8 15 through 17 the spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. So many, I'm going to pause. So many people out there act like being a Christian is like you becoming a slave to somebody. No, y'all just don't really know what it's about. And if you're like, oh, I do and I did all that and it didn't work out for me. No, you did not. Excuse me, Lord, I was fit to cuss. No, you did not. <laughs> you clearly don't know what it is. If you've been here and then decided to leave and completely uh, like ignore God, there's no way you could have truly understood. You need to come back and get a better understanding. <laughs> but let me keep going. Let me keep going. And by him, we cry, Abba. Father, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. Mm. I'm going to actually go back and... Uh, highlight that I like that heirs we are his heirs 
co-heirs with Christ Jesus. Look, my big bro, my big brother. But also my father at the same time. <laughs> or like a different version of my father. <laughs> Matthew 6, 5 through 15. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling. <laughs> I like NIV. When you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. This then is how you should pray. Mm. Our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. I got to ring this. I got to read this in KJV. I'm sorry. I got to read that one in KJV. After this manner, mm-hmm. Therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Boom. And then reading this, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. If you hold grudges, if you God forgives you how you forgive other people. So don't hold no grudge because we don't want the Lord to hold a grudge against us. But he going to remember and he knows when your heart truly changes. He can see the change. He knows. So you can't fake it with him. All right. So that's why we got to learn to have an open heart and an understanding heart. And love one another because love comes with forgiveness. Trust comes with perfection. If someone uh, isn't perfect when you trust them with something, you, they end up breaking your trust, right? The only person we can truly trust, as we've gone over before, is God. He's the only one who will always keep his word. Mm, every time. Every time. And that's the end of the plan. Woot, woot. All right. And now I'm going to go ahead. What's today's date? Today is the 26th. So I think, uh, I think the day 57 is where I'm going to stop. But I'm going to read 51. Let me actually exit this. Go to my calendar just to make sure. Because 51 is where, um, the 20th was and that's where I left off so day 51 February 20th be content with what you have God gives you what is good for you he knows what is best he will always provide exactly what you need your neighbor is an only child and doesn't have to share a room with her little sister she wears designer jeans and sweaters and even has an awesome stereo She's a nice girl, but sometimes you're so jealous of her that you can't even see her loneliness. You don't realize that while she sits in her fabulous room listening to that great stereo, she is looking longingly at your house, thinking about how she would gladly trade her terrific wardrobe just to have a little sister. But God knows just what is right for each of you. He knows what the future holds for you, and he commands you to be content with what he provides. 
Look at everything you have as a blessing from God and use it all to glorify him. It'll give you far more joy than wasting your time on jealousy. Whisper of wisdom. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Covet. I say covet every time. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. Exodus 20 and 17. Next day, 52, February 21st. Never give up. What is the best thing about love? Hmm? Love rooted in Jesus lasts forever. Love is supposed to last forever, right? The world tells us that true love will continue through anything. But in TV, movies, and real life, we see marriages split, family relationships dissolve, and friendships break up. So what, is, what good is love if it isn't lasting? There's a big difference between what the world calls love in God's definition of love, secular versus biblical. I think we might have gone through this before. Hmm, let's continue. 1 Corinthians 13 is known as the love chapter, and it spells out specific characteristics of love that build a foundation on Jesus. The world tells us it's perfectly natural if a husband and wife fall out of love or if friends have a fight and stop talking to each other. But God's word tells us the opposite. Love never gives up, God says. Love endures through every circumstance. And if you fall into one of those categories, don't feel bad. We're human. God does not expect us to be perfect. He just gives us some guidelines. And sometimes, honestly, I, everyone falls in the thing of, of not following those guidelines. But we'll talk more about that. So don't feel bad. Understand that. God loves you. And what did I just say? Love comes with forgiveness. So what and what does that go back to with the Matthew uh, 16? Was it 16? I think it was what we just read. You know, forgive us our debts as we forgive our, our uh, debtors. You know, he forgives your debts. It's not like he's going to hold a grudge against you. God is not man and should not be treated as such. I think I've been saying that since day one. Have you ever used the world's definition of love and your relationships with friends and family? Jesus gave us the perfect example of enduring love when he died on the cross for our sins and rose again. It isn't too late to begin again with the lasting love God wants you to know. Whisper of wisdom. Love never gives up. Oh, excuse me. Um, love never gives up. Never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. 1 Corinthians 13, 6-7 through 7. Day 53, February 22nd. If you're a Christian, or well the title of this is Copycat. If you're a Christian, you are a follower of Christ. You should imitate his character, his attitudes, and his actions so that you will be able to or so that you'll be a good example for others to follow. No one likes a copycat. Mm. It is annoying to young girls and older women <laughs> when their friends imitate them. I Honestly, it's, a, it's annoying to people when their friends imitate them. It often creates a personal struggle to stay unique or individual when others copy behaviors and styles claiming them for themselves. But you may have heard it said that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. This means that you should be pleased when someone wants to be like you. It is a compliment that they like your behavior, your style, or your words so much that they'd like to mimic them. Jesus wants his children to imitate him. He has given us perfect examples to follow by the life he lived and through his teachings. We show him that we love him when we try to be like him. But in order to be like Jesus, we need to spend time with him, studying his word and getting to know him better 
and learning what pleases him. Only once we truly know him can we copy his example, right? The only way to get to know it is by getting to know it. Whisper of wisdom. Watch what God does and then you do it. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Shout out to my mommy. I definitely learned how to be a good human being by growing up around my parents. Ephesians 5 and 1. Mm-hmm. My bio, or Growing up with my parents' teachings, you know. Day 54, February 23rd, which was my cousin's birthday. Shout out to my cousin. Fear be gone. Fear be gone. Need to get a really bad stain out. One that won't wash away on its own. Out, spot, out, be gone. (laughs) Have you ever seen those commercials for spot remover? The handy dandy stuff that's guaranteed to get even the toughest stains out. They're probably not trying to get copyrighted. (laughs) It seems to work like magic, at least on TV. Wow. Do you wish you had a fear remover? Something you could use to wash away all of your worries and fears in a hurry. Well, guess what? You do. You literally do. (laughs) When you put your trust in God, you have nothing to be afraid of. Scared of the dark? Fear. Be gone. Scared of school? Fear. Be gone. Scared of failing or being embarrassed around others? Fear be gone in Jesus' name. God never intended for his kids to live in fear. In fact, faith is the opposite of fear. So the next time you start to get afraid, remember, God is your light and he is your salvation. Just look at the thing you're scared of and speak these words. Fear be gone. In Jesus' name. Mm. Be assertive. Tell that fear, I know what you are and I'm not afraid of you. You are going to be out in Jesus' name. You know, just like I told you guys earlier. Uh, honestly, I was like, bro, I want to finish this podcast. But I was like, you know what? God said to cast out all my worries. And I'm tired of that. So, Lord, you say hand it over to you. I'm going to hand it over to you and I ain't even going to worry about it. Whisper of wisdom. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Hmm? Whom shall I fear but him? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Mm-hmm. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 27 and 1. Now we also talked about the fear of God isn't actually being afraid and scared of him. It's having an awestruck respect. So an awestruck respect for him, knowing what he's capable of. If you want to understand what he's capable of, just read your Bible. I'm sure you'll find out. (laughs) I'm sure you'll find out. A delicate step, day 55, uh, February 24th. A delicate step. It's not an ordinary walk that's challenging. Rather, it's the agile step that calls for patience and practice on the part of a princess. Whether you watch or participate in ballet, it doesn't take long to notice the ballerina's pointed toes or graceful steps. These delicate moves come with time and practice, though at first they look to be impossible. It's the same when God invites you to practice uh, the delicate maneuvers of sharing your faith in Christ with your family or friends. How do I do it? It takes practice to step into someone else's space and talk about Jesus. But when you try, God will help you stand up for him in places you can hardly believe. It may feel awkward at first. Huh. But God sees that you want to stick with it. Not to worry. He's with you every step of the way. 
God invites you, princess, royal child, for all the men out there, to come out for practice. Are you willing to move about in unsure places to share Jesus with others gracefully? Whisper of wisdom. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer and sets me securely on the heights. Mm-hmm. That was the 24th. And then the 25th, day 56, make me a servant, my God. Jesus loved his enemies, even those who put him on the cross. He asks the same for you. Will you listen? Allison dreaded walking in the hallways between biology and lunch because she knew. Excuse me. Take it, Jan. Please, please leave me be. Be gone. Be gone, Jan. Be gone. Ah. Because she knew she couldn't avoid Missy. Every day, Missy asked, well, demanded, that Allison give her half of her lunch money. Missy would have got told off. I'm sorry. Let me not say that. Forgive me, Lord. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. <laughs> I'm not giving nobody no lunch money that my mama gave for me for lunch. <laughs> no, I saw a meme the other day. Just taking a pause. I saw a meme the other day. And the guy was like, hey, punk, give me your lunch money. And then it was like, there you can't bully uh, Gen, Gen Z. Because they were like, uh, it's giving broke boy. <laughs> that job took me out. They're like, mm, why are you begging for money? Why are you asking for money? It's giving broke. <laughs> that was so funny to me, man. But yeah, that's why I was said to Missy. Mm, Missy, it's giving broke, girl. Maybe I should give you money. Do you need it like that? Let me not. I'm sorry, Lord. Continuing, what would happen if Allison refused? Missy was big and mean, so Allison decided she didn't want to find out. Mm-hmm. Soon, Allison realized that Missy was using the dollar to buy whatever she could in the cafeteria. It usually ended up being fries or an ice cream sandwich. Never enough food to satisfy Missy's appetite. Allison decided to start packing her lunch. The first day, she included an extra sandwich, yogurt, juice box, and carrots. Like like clockwork, lol, Missy stopped Allison on her way to lunch and demanded money. Sorry, Missy, but I packed lunch today, so I don't have any money. Allison winced, thinking uh, Missy might hit her. But if you want, but if you want, I'd be happy to share what's in my lunch. Missy narrowed her eyes and bit her lower lip as if considering whether to take Allison's offer or hit her to teach her a lesson. A lesson for what? For me not giving you the money that my mama gave me? Where'd a lesson come from? But continue, Lord. Yeah, okay, she finally said. What do you got? Mm-hmm. That's a good way to, to uh, face your bully. Kill him with kindness, guys. <laughs> Kill him with kindness, guys. Don't don't be don't have a smart mouth. You're just gonna make things worse. <laughs> Whisper of wisdom. Love your enemies. Love thy enemies. Let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. When someone gives you a hard time, respond with the energies of prayer for that person. If someone slaps you in the face, stand there and take it. If someone takes unfair advantage of you, Use the occasion to practice the servant life. Mm-hmm. To practice the servant life. Luke chapter 6, 27 through 30. Right, that was yesterday. And now today is the 26th, and this is day 57. W4 worthy. Can you hear it? The rocks along the edge of the road. They're singing the praises of God. Mm. Did you know that we were created to worship God? Go ahead and listen to that uh, 100 billion times, man, by Crosby Worship. That job is crazy. It's so beautifully made. Did you know that we were created to worship God? 
It's true. It's true indeed. If we don't praise him, the rocks will begin to shout out the praises to the king of kings. Oh, that's in the song. I'm sorry. That is so powerful. That is so powerful to me. Can you imagine the rocks bursting out in joyful song? Wouldn't that be something to hear? Yes, it would be. We're starting or we're starting. We're going to be praising the Lord for all eternity. So we better get started now. God is worthy to be praised. Yes, he is, my God. Hallelujah. He's amazing and awesome. He created the whole world just by speaking it into existence. He sent his son to die on the cross, proving his love for us once and for all. Yes, God truly loves us deeply, and that alone makes him worthy. A daughter of the king can't say enough good things about her father. Why? She brags on him all day long. She sings his praises to everyone who will listen. So let a song of praise fill your heart today, princess royal child for all the men out there if you don't the rocks will surely begin to shout (laughs) whisper of wisdom i call to the lord who is worthy of praise and i am saved from my enemies psalm 18 and 3 niv all right now it's day 57 All right, so before I let you guys go and enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening, I have an announcement. Instead of recording and posting every day, I think it would be better for me mentally and just dealing with, you know, my business and the time and the other ventures that I have in mind and stuff like that. I think it would just be better for me to post maybe every two to three days That way, you know, I have time to plan. But every morning, I still will be waking up early and reading this uh, Whispers of Wisdom for girls. So I'll still be posting every day, but every day I won't be doing like a whole episode for a podcast. I think that would be more fitting um, every two to three days just so it could work in my schedule and I could have like a better time frame with everything. So I definitely appreciate you guys' understanding. I appreciate your patience. I love your love. You know, I hope you love my love. (laughs) But uh, you guys stay productive. Stay progressive. Stay blessed. Be a blessing unto others and stay safe. I love you. But God loves you more than I do. So have a beautiful day. I love you guys.